The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Fourteen twenty in the morning, 14 minutes and 20 seconds where the sports talk to get you through your daily commute. Hot takes, recaps, best bets, and a little humor to get your day going in the right direction. Sit back, grab your coffee, and let's get into it. 1420 in the morning for this, uh, what is it, the fifth day of October 2023. Today's show, as always, is brought to you by SeatGeek.com and the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase. Remember, we are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Uh, go to BellyUpSports.com and uh, check out all the great articles and other podcasts uh, as well there at BellyUpSports.com. And thank you very much for making this a part of your day each and every day. Uh, from all of us here at 1420 World Headquarters. Uh, Major League Baseball, it's such a, a game of inches when it comes to the playoffs. It's such a game of feel, and it's such a game of uh, the, the the next next man up mentality, and, and on and on it goes. And it just it's such a it's such a fine line between winning and losing throughout the Major League Baseball playoffs. Yeah, usually you get the blowout here and there. It, it does happen, but in general, the, the games are very close. It's a pitch here and a pitch there, a call here, a call there. Not so much calls anymore, obviously, with instant replay and the like. But the pitches can can change the outcome of a game how it is that's one thing i like about baseball is that it, uh, everything can change at the uh, at the uh, blink of an eye i guess and how it can all all turn out case in point yesterday that tampa bay rays game the uh, close but no cigar tampa bay rays as i uh, as i called them and they, they had a chance yesterday they were down one nothing uh in the fourth inning the things were going okay and then it just kind of fell off down one nothing, two out in the fourth after an Aroldis Garcia home run. Josh Lung of the of the Rangers hits a little looper to right field. Uh, just went sideways right from there. Uh, Rays right fielder Josh Love goes for it, misses a little looper by inches. Run scored. Next Ranger up. Uh, Evan Carter he hit a home run to make it four nothing, and that's it. That the wind were completely out of the sails for the Tampa Bay Rays, and that was it. Tampa loses seven one. Season's over. Now we can go back to not caring about the the Tampa Bay Rays once again. Is their extra two games after winning ninety nine uh, are done? Next up for the Texas Rangers are the ten and one Baltimore Orioles. It's crazy to think that Baltimore Tampa's right there year in year out and just can't get anything done. And like I said, a game of inches, a little loop. He catches that ball. It's a one nothing game, and uh, yeah, you never know what could happen. But once uh, once you start losing the baseball, they find a way to get into that situation where they would do. Um they would do some damage and find a way to win that that series, but they didn't get it done, and that's just the way that sometimes it, it goes with, uh, with a team like Tampa. It just didn't work out for Tampa, and Texas moves on now. Uh, they're, they're a very good baseball team in Texas. I thought they were going to fall apart, 100% fall apart up before it was all said and done, especially with the way they finished the season with the with the Seattle Mariners, as we've talked about in the past. You just wonder uh, why what to Tampa does next, and Tampa's got to do something about that ball field. I know they, they've had some some thoughts this, this past week or the last couple of weeks to to end up going forward and doing something a little bit different, but they they're not doing it and they're not moving forward because that ballpark had a lot of empty seats yesterday. Um, they don't have the greatest fan base where it is, and the, but the time of day, as we talked about as well, the time of day didn't help at all for the Tampa Bay Rays to have that game start. It would have been at that four o'clock Eastern Standard Time. People are still at work, people are doing things, kids are in school, and on and on it goes. And then especially when you're down one nothing in the wild card round, uh, in a, in the best of, best of three, you're down one nothing. The interest is probably. Going 
going to uh, to wane a little bit. You're not going to have a, a very good crowd rolling into your into your ballpark and everything else. It's just a, it's a, it's a it's a shame that that happened. It's a, it's a shame that Tampa Bay uh, can put out a good team year in year out, but close but no cigar. Uh, they're they're contenders, and that's all they are. They're they're pretenders every year. They're, they haven't never got it done. They're not uh, they're not that good. It's just it's just plain and simple. Yeah, you can win 99 games as they did, which is a hell of a feat for a team like that, and they can do it year in year out. But until they can they can get a win here or there and get something done and get something uh, up the alley up the uh, uh, to to figure out how to get over the hump, they're they're going to be can, uh, the close but no cigar Tampa Bay Rays to me. And it's just a, it's too bad the way it goes. And the game of, it's such a game of feel, and you can't put guys at like a foot here, a foot there. It doesn't much matter the way that that outfielder dove for that baseball. If he catches that, like I said, it's a it's a it's a one run ball game in the fourth instead of a four run ball game in the fourth. And the the, the feel of baseball that you get on, on a uh, you know when you, you know when it's over and you you, you almost feel like you're not gonna you can swim and swim and swim and never get back to the surface. And that's kind of what Tampa Bay happened with them yesterday. Uh, we'll see what where they come go next year, and we'll see what happens with the uh, the Texas Rangers when they head out to Baltimore and uh, face that t- that team who's uh, sitting there waiting for them. There's something about a Billy Joel concert and Stevie Nicks. They had to to move the time the time frames around and the starts the starts around. We'll see how that all turns out with the uh, with the with the uh, Baltimore Orioles and the Texas Rangers. I think it should be a hell of a series. Uh, the, the Texas starting to hit the baseball again like they have all season. And if, the, if the Baltimore doesn't pitch it very well, you're going to uh, have a bit major situation. Let's move on to uh, the field for the game that, that just seems to be gone. I don't know what the hell happened or why this happens throughout Major League Baseball. I have no idea what's going on there. The basics seem to be missing. Toronto was in a must-win situation yesterday. Uh, they they I, I, I'm just beyond beyond belief. They left they left two runners on in the first base. They left two runners on in in in, in the in the second inning, uh, and they couldn't get any runs for for some reason. They had Barrios out there, and he pitched three innings. He was great. Walked a guy in the fourth, and then they and then they uh, they went by the script, and then they you had you, you had. Uh, yeah, I just I'm, I'm at a loss for words. You had John Schneider come out and make the trade, putting Kikuchi in. In fact, Kikuchi was warming up in the first inning of that ball game yesterday uh, for the Toronto Blue Jays, and, and Barrios was unbelievable. He was great, striking out a bunch of guys. He had 47 pitches in the top of the fourth with with the with the none out, and then they or the bottom of the fourth story, and then they put Kikuchi in. And he, everybody, all Jays fans know what happened. All of a sudden, it was two nothing, and then it was three nothing or two nothing, and then the game was basically over because the Jays can't hit. I cannot believe the 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 major problem you got here is I don't think it's the problem that you had Kikuchi coming in there because he only gave up the the, the the two runs, which is fine. But the thing is, when you have a guy rolling and then you start going by a script, the next guy up, the next guy up mentality, it doesn't always work. In fact, we talk about that a lot here at 1420 in the morning, that eventually when you start using more uh, more bodies and more human beings, human beings find a way to screw these things up. And it's, it's too bad for the rest of this stuff, for, for uh, Barrios, the way he got, he was there. I would, if I'm Barrios, I'm, I'm on an Uber to, uh, out of the air, out of that ballpark and I'm leaving them see you later i'm done with this with this crap in in toronto it's an unbelievable event a turn of events that happened yesterday with uh with the Toronto Blue Jays, you don't understand why these analytics guys think they always have to be the smartest guy in the fucking room. There, I swore first thing in the morning. And why it goes on like this, like you look at that team, how it's built and the analytics and everything else, and it isn't working. You had another base running disaster yesterday in Toronto there with uh, with Vladimir Guerrero Jr. in the fifth inning or the sixth inning. It doesn't much matter what inning it was. When he gets picked off at second base and you got your best hitter behind or at the plate with two strikes on, he was a full count. 
and then you have Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Uh, going down, getting picked off at second base. That can't happen. That cannot happen at any stage of the season, especially when you're down two runs and you're having trouble scoring runs and you get picked off because you're probably talking to somebody because you, you do that at first base all the time. Guerrero Jr., how about this? Next year, come in shape. Come in shape next season. How's that sound? There, someone finally had to say it, and I'm the one to say it. Uh, Guerrero Jr. and Bichette are not leaders on that baseball team. That was an absolute disgraceful. Uh, um, that's two years in a row they've been swept out in the, in the wild card round. That's two years in a row that they got nothing done, and Guerrero Jr. is, is to blame for that, and Bichette's to, to blame for that. It are immature. The two base running mistakes in, in those two games were by who? The guys who are supposed to be their two best players, the guys who want to get paid a billion dollars each and everything else. Guerrero Jr. gets picked off in that situation. Where are you going? Where are you going? You got a guy at third. Where are you going? Like if you're, you're not going to score on a bloop single anyway, so because you're a, because you're so out of shape and overweight, what are you doing trying to, to trying to do anything? Probably looking around, looking for something. I don't get the feel for the game and the loss of, of knowledge in the game of baseball is another thing. And then you, you you look in the Jays dugout yesterday, and then they're all on their iPads after the game. I would walk into that 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 clubhouse, into that dugout. I know the iPads are part of the game. I understand it. Watch the game and get a feel for the game and watch what watch watch what occurs and forget about the analytics for once. Play the game, hit hit the ball, run, catch the baseball, pitch it a little bit, have a gut feeling. This isn't on Schneider. This is on, not on Schneider at all. This is on Atkins 100% having the analytics guys in there. And the nerds always have me the smartest guys in the room. And now the Toronto Blue Jays are on the outside looking in. Did Buzz Kikuchi the reason why they lost yesterday? No, it's because they can't they can't hit in situations. They don't get clutch hits when they need. They left eight guys on base yesterday. And there it is. There's your season. But having a feel for the game that, that, that's something that Toronto does not have. And Atkins and the nerds, looking, when you have that game scripted, when Kikuchi's warming up in the first inning and you have one of your best pitchers on the hill on the hill who's pitched 47 pitch, pitches and now Barrios is out of the game and then Kikuchi comes in gives up a walk and a hit and on and on it goes and then it's 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 over what kind of faith did, does the rest of the team have in, in that that uh the, the, in in their in their management their management system and in, in the rest of the team if they even if they do well they're getting pulled anyway so what's the point it's absolutely ridiculous or is that how today's athlete uh, they just get themselves so far and say you know what I did my job that's all I can do that's all I can do. I can if they, they pull me. That's all I can do. This is kind of on Schneider because Schneider could have had a bit of gut feel. Called upstairs, you know what? He's having a hell of a game. He's doing well. Let's forget about the lefty righty matchup and on and on it goes. He could have called upstairs to Atkins. You know what? I'm not pulling him. Then what are they going to do? What are they going to fire him? Fire him mid game. Schneider could have done that. I guarantee if if. Uh, if, if, if John Gibbons would have given, been given that ultimatum back when he was the manager for the Toronto Blue Jays, I guarantee you that Gibbons would have said, no, man, we're keeping him in here. We got it. We got a, uh, we got a guy rolling here. We got a, if we win, we got to have a, a bullpen tomorrow. We got to have everybody going tomorrow because you're eating innings. All you want to do. What was the plan if they, if they would have got, if they would have won the game yesterday, what was the plan? Because they, they used Romano in, in, in the seventh inning yesterday and he's supposed to be your closer. They didn't have a plan. So the nerds and all their analytics and stats and numbers, you got to have a feel for the game. And that's what baseball is all about especially when it comes to the postseason. You look at that, that Philadelphia team, we'll get to them in half a second. They're just playing baseball and having a good time, and that crowd's electric. Unbelievable. Like, it's unbelievable. Let's get back to the Jays here. The greatest manager they've ever, they ever had, he had a bunch of Hall of Fame guys. I understand that. They had a high payroll, but uh, he... Cito Gaston got the job done, and he didn't let the front office. And that's back with that when front front offices didn't didn't uh, over manage, and they didn't have analytics guys, or anything else. But the feel for the game was always important in baseball. It looked more it is in the last five to ten years. I do not understand why it works. I know every team uses analytics, and every team has a situation where they they. Um, 
they use the guys that who the the, the 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 numbers that matter. But there's certain times and certain places where you can't do that. Numbers lie. Numbers lie in baseball all the time. 100% of the time, numbers lie. You can't you can't you can't predict a base hit. You can't predict a bloop. You can't predict an error. You can't predict um, how a guy feels someday. You can't predict how a guy's curveball is moving. You can't predict how a guy's slider is moving that day. And for the Jays to make that move yesterday in the fourth inning with 47 pitches thrown in a game you have to win to keep your season going to make that deal to make that, that that move yesterday i do not understand it and you know what the thing is is that 47 million people or whoever how many people watch that game every single one of them are going what the hell is going on here why is that 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 change being made the only people that thought that move was right was three people in the blue jays analytics system the, the players didn't understand it the, the the manager had a schneider had a hard time um, explaining it I do not understand for the life of me how three people can think the rest of the country is wrong. The rest of the country is, is up in arms today saying, what the hell is going on there? How can you make that trade? No, they didn't get hits. No, they didn't score a run. Sonny Gray got himself into trouble, especially in the first two innings. I get it. But when you have a team going, what the, looking over, looking around, looking over their shoulders, going, what are we doing here? And so you start thinking about everything but, but getting at-bats. They didn't score runs all, all series long. They didn't score runs this season. They have to do a long, hard look in, in, in that organization and figure out what they're doing with that organization and how they're going to get it all taken care of. Because right now, that team is so far away from doing anything that team was poised to win a couple of championships but their leadership isn't there Guerrero Jr.'s got to come in shape next year Bobachev's got to quit worrying about his hair and how everything else feels those two guys cost the game yesterday those two guys cost the game on on uh, on on Tuesday and it's, it's 100% the analytics guys and Ross Atkins and his crew of nerds and it's not I wouldn't blame Schneider at all Schneider could have maybe said you know what I'm not doing what I was told they're not going to fire me today they'll fire me tomorrow you know, it could have been that situation with all these guys and how management and how it all gets taken care of on, on the up and up. I will never understand it. It does not make any sense to me how the, the feel for the game of baseball has gone the wayside. And I blame, I just blame how it, the, the kids don't even watch the game anymore. You can't even make these, these players watch the game when it's right in front of you, right in front of them. They got the best seats in the house and they're watching a freaking iPad. Watch the game in front of you. Learn what's going on. Getting picked off at second base is completely irresponsible on Guerrero Jr.'s uh, fat ass. It's, it's all on him. And the way he went right to the – he got picked off by three feet. Danny Isogna made a great call on that. And the first thing he does is get try to get a replay to, to save his ass from being, from being called out. This one is on Guerrero. Awful. Shut your mouth at first base. Play the game. Quit being so – you got to come in shape next year. This team is a joke. It's an absolute farce. It's an absolute farce. What went on with that ball club yesterday? I do not. I don't know. I, did, I didn't think I was going to get this revved up about the Toronto Blue Jays, but I, like I said before, when when the, the rest of the country is involved in it and the Jays are, are relevant, people are watching a lot more. Now, no one's going to watch. There'll be still the, the baseball dorks, the baseball nerds like myself who are going to watch. But in general, the, most of the country is going to be like, you know what, it's hockey season next week. That's it. We don't care. And this is all on Atkins and the nerds and, and Vladdy Guerrero Jr. and Bo Bichette. Like, Guerrero getting thrown, picked off at second base, that can never happen, especially, especially when their best hitter is up to bat with a 3-2 count. He's going to get a pitch to hit. He's going to get a pitch to hit, and you're busy looking looking there for a cheeseburger in the stands. Ah, oh, it's absolutely disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. In the sixth inning, they came up. They had two guys on again. Uh, what's his name? He hit. Um, uh, I can't remember his name. He hit a, a shot down the third baseline. It was a foot. It was a foot foul, and then that was it. Next next pitch, ground ball to, to a, a double play. They would have tied the game up right there. It's such a game of inches and such a game of of. Uh, 
who knows what could happen. It just It's crazy that, that, that it turned out that way once again for the Toronto Blue Jays, and they didn't get it done, and they're not going to get it done. They're going to lose a bunch of guys to free agency, a bunch of guys who are, are never going to play for the Jays again as of as of uh, yesterday at 5.30. And I called it. I called it. I don't want to say I told you so, but I told you so. It's pretty easy. You throw enough shit in the wall, something's bound to stick. But, yeah. The other uh, two series I didn't get to watch a whole bunch of uh, last night, the late games with the Philadelphia Phillies and the Miami Marlins and the Milwaukee uh, Brewers and the Arizona Diamondbacks. I was in the Belly Up Hockey Show last night. Make sure you guys check that out. But it was uh, it was a great – it was uh, – that Philly atmosphere is something else. Like, there was kind of a, a, a downer the whole bit, the way it all turned out The because uh, the games had sweeps and everything else. Major League Baseball is on to something with the, the wild card. I get it. It's fantastic down the, down the stretch with the drama and everything everything else but so far the two years that the wild card has been in in baseball it hasn't worked out for for the baseball side of things only the one time in the eight series that have been played so far has it went past the, the, the second game last year with the Mets and the Padres I think it was they went three but in general it hasn't been great baseball it hasn't been uh, dramatic whatsoever and it's one of those things that they got to try to tweak it a little bit maybe go back the other way but they probably aren't going to because it keeps people in the game keep, keeps people watching the game as, as it progresses as the season progresses otherwise if you only had the uh, the four division winners and that'd be it and, and you wouldn't uh, if you went back the old way and baseball this season would be over uh, the second week of September nobody watching I get why baseball did it they have to find a way to uh, t- tweak it a little bit find more competitive games so far the games have not been that competitive uh, the series have haven't been competitive they're all done and now we got to wait till till Saturday again to watch baseball which is which is how it goes I mean it's, it's not it's not really baseball's fault that the series ended up the way they were going but it's just uh, it's it, it's over and it didn't it didn't work the, uh, the the start times aren't good for for a lot of people, especially here uh, in Canada or in the Pacific, uh, to, to watch games at the start, the uh, like you look at the the crowds that were happening. It wasn't just in in Tampa. Uh, there were some empty seats here and there everywhere else, except in Philly. What an atmosphere in Philly! That's unbelievable. What's the name? He hit that grand slam last night when he was coming up to uh, to bat. And the, Brian Stott, I think his name was, and the Ty Verge AOK was being sung. And it was so it was unbelievable. Verde or whatever his name is, whatever that song it was, fantastic. So let's do that atmosphere in Philly. Uh, but the, Major League Baseball has to find a way for this, for this to get a lot more competitive uh have, have to find a way to, to try to stretch these uh these games out a little bit because so far the uh the uh, increased um, wild card hasn't been great in in the, in the two years they've been doing it they'll figure it out they always do in baseball uh they're not going to, going to give games back they're not going to go in reverse it's because it's all about money if they can get the tv deals everything else done but it's got something's got to happen with major league baseball and with this wild card round i like it it just needs needs some tweaking to find a way to get the games a little bit more competitive uh so now you got the uh the, the big boys are coming in now the match are set. You have Texas and Baltimore, Houston and Minnesota, uh, the American League West battle of the LA Dodgers and the Arizona Diamondbacks. And then you have the uh, heavyweight battle. This one's going to be a beauty with the Atlanta Braves and the Philadelphia Phillies. I hope the Phillies go. That fan base is unbelievable how they were rocking yesterday. So I hope the Phillies can kind of push through. But, you know, obviously Ronald Acuna Jr., uh, he's, he's off 40, 70 pace and everything else. And then it's uh, going to be interesting to see how that goes with, with that series. But it's going to be a, a humdinger. Uh, the, I think the Dodgers will wipe up with the uh, Arizona, but they they can pitch, obviously, like we talked about the other day. And then Houston, Minnesota. Minnesota finally won a series, so maybe they'll keep rolling. And Houston's, on, Houston's better on the road than they are at home. So you're going to see all that one. 
one sure turns out and the Texas Baltimore series should be a beauty as well. So it's going to be a, a lot of fun once we get going again on Saturday. Hopefully the, the series are, are a little more competitive. Hopefully we get a, uh, a few games um, past the, the first, uh, the first day or so, or the first uh, three days and it's all over. Hopefully maybe something go the distance. We get a four or five or a little bit of drama involved because it, it's a, it's the greatest game in the world when it's not, when it's played properly, uh, but when it's not, it can be a, uh, it can be a very frustrating thing as it was yesterday for Toronto Blue Jays fans and baseball fans right across Canada. Uh, everybody's shaking their head today. They don't, no one understands how that can, how that can happen. How you pull a pitcher 47 pitches in, especially a guy you've given 30 million bucks a year to for the next seven years that you got to, uh, what kind of faith you going to have in him next year? Or what kind of faith is he going to have in you next year? Is kind of is the the, the better question. It's uh it's it's crazy that that turned out that way for the Jays, and now they're they're in a, another year gone. Uh, what next? What next? And where, where do we go from here? And that's the thing with the Toronto Blue Jays right now. Like, where do you go from here? It's going to be interesting to see how it all pans out. Interesting to see how it all all plays out. But uh, it's going to be a pretty interesting off season in Toronto, and a pretty interesting off season now, or. or playoffs as we move forward and if you're going to the playoffs make sure you use SeatGeek and use promo code 1420pod at SeatGeek.com today The Foul Baller If there's a ball that's gone foul he's gone to get it Under his watchful gaze all bevs, binoculars and ballpark brats are safe He's the only thing that stands between his section and certain destruction that's why he only trusts SeatGeek with his tickets. The ticketing app trusted by fans. SeatGeek, so fans can fan. Thank you very much, SeatGeek, for being a major sponsor of the 1420 Sports Bar podcast. And 1420 in the morning, we appreciate all the support you've given us over the year and a half for whatever it's been since uh, you, we uh, jumped on bar with you guys. So thank you very much, SeatGeek. Use promo code 1420pod at SeatGeek.com today. Uh, let's get on this days and some birthdays, and we'll get out of here for the day. On this day in 1983, Edmonton Oilers star, superstar Wayne Gretzky scored a goal and assist in the Oilers' 5-4 win over the Toronto Maple Leafs at Northlands Coliseum in Edmonton. Gretzky went on to have a 51-game point streak that lasted until January 28, 1984 in a 4-2 loss to the Los Angeles Kings. It was the Kings' only their 15th win of the season that year uh, The uh, when they came through and beat the, stopped the, the streak. It's kind of odd that it happened that uh, that time for Gretzky, but during the streak, uh, Gretzky averaged three points per game, totaling 61 goals, 92 assists for 153 points. Gretzky would amass 205 points that season, 87 goals, and 118 assists in 74 games, helping the Edmonton Oilers to their first Stanley Cup. Funny thing about this, when I was doing some research yesterday, I, I was at that game in Edmonton in, in 1983. My cousin played for the Toronto Maple Leafs at that point, and so we would make the uh, the, the trek, and I we got to, I, my mom found the ticket stubs or whatever yesterday so i was at that game in 83 because we would always go to the uh we would always go to the edmonton game and then the calgary game when the release were in alberta so yeah i was at that game on this day in 1983 so a little bit of a throwback 40 years ago when i was just a young aspiring uh broadcaster i guess nine years old and everything else but yeah so on this day 1983 wayne gretzky's streak of uh, 51 straight games began uh in 1983 and uh, yeah what those oiler teams were unbelievable you wonder how many what the stanley cups they would have won if they would have stuck together in the pockington trade and everything else with gretzky and the kings and and he went broke and gainers wieners and everything yeah it's a, it's a crazy story you think they would have won a, whole, a lot more stanley cups but uh just uh they, they were they were just so good and i, I kind of wish i would have uh um 
watched them a lot more. We kind of took it for granted around here. It'd be, you, either you were a Flames fan or an Oilers fan, so you kind of took it for granted a little bit uh, how good Gretzky was. And you just go like all of a sudden, geez, man, this guy's something else. If you, especially if you're a Flames guy, and that's where we worked. We were in, the, in southern Alberta, not uh, the the middle or the northern northern part of Alberta. So it's just interesting, Wayne Gretzky on this day in 1983, and happy birthday to Mary Lemieux, born on this day 58 years ago in Montreal, Quebec. Lemieux was drafted first overall in the 1984 NHL entry draft. After lighting up the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League with 133 goals and 149 assists for 282 points in 70 games for the Laval Voisson, Lemieux would play 17 seasons for the Penguins. He took the 97-98 season to the 99-2000 season off for cancer treatment, but still scored uh, 690 goals and 1,033 assists, 1,723 uh uh, points total in his career, uh, winning two Stanley Cups uh, for the Penguins in 91 and 92. That 87 Canada Cup, as you can see if you're watching on YouTube, the 87 Canada Cup goal. I know everybody knows exactly where they, they were when that happened, 87. What a what a series that was with the, the Russians. It was 6-5 every game. Uh, just um, amazing. And then the late goal, and Larry Murphy was on the wing. Everybody knew Larry Murphy wasn't getting that puck coming down the wing, and uh, Gretzky was going to feed it to Lemieux, and he went he went top shelf on, I can't remember what the goal, it was Vladimir Nishtukin or something. And anyways, I uh, Lemieux played in 10 All-Star Games in the Hall of Fame in 1997, and uh, you just wonder what would have happened if, if uh, Lemieux didn't get cancer or any points he would have amassed over his uh, long, illustrious career and, and everything else. And he's, uh, he saved the Penguins uh, franchise, and he ended up getting the franchise because they owed him a bunch of money or something, and he's still part of the ownership group today and everything else. Anyways, that's it for today's show. Thank you very much for uh, for joining us. Got a little audio technical problems at the start of this, but we'll get that fixed up. But anyways, thank you very much for uh, watching the show up on YouTube. If you, if you uh, subscribe, that would be great as well. Make sure you tell people that show and uh, listen on Spotify and Apple and everything else. And we got Radlinski's The Ramblings is back. We're getting our website development going on again. So there's lots going on here at uh, 1420 World Headquarters. We appreciate it very much. Dave and I are back on the air uh, tonight uh, doing a show. We'll talk some, uh, I'm sure we'll talk about this Blue Jays team and everything else that's going on in the world of sports and in our own special way. We do it on Thursday nights and get into it a little bit and have some fun talking about things in the world of sports in our own special way our own special way anyways that's it for this morning and uh, remember it doesn't matter where you are it's who you're with have a good day folks we'll talk to you tomorrow you just listened to the 1420 sports bar podcast four beer of the sports talk and a whole lot more we are part of the belly up media network let's get into it